Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets. Brought to you by Standard Bank. Moving forward, hashtag Africa Connected. Well, Africa Connected with Standard Bank gives you trusted insights into the endless potential of Africa's markets. The broadcaster Lee Kasumba out and about to unpacking business on the continent and her suitcase often, because that's what you do when you travel. <laughs> you pack and you unpack. It takes so much time. Uh, last week you were in Mozambique following her journey on africaconnected.co.za, social media hashtag Africa Connected. She is in studio right now to give us a recap of last week's trip. Paint a picture. I've not been to Bayra. I've been to Maputo. I've been... Uh, to a number of places in Mozambique, but I've not been to Baira. Take me there on a visual journey. So visually, Baira is almost like this really huge, it's, it's a town, it's pretty spacious. Um, uh, it's got a lot of beaches, obviously, because it's, it's in Mozambique. But then also, it kind of feels like what Maputo was a few years ago. So it's almost in the up and up. As you drive through Baira, you see a lot of construction, a lot of old buildings. But generally, you get the atmosphere of a people and of a city that's ready to be part of, you know, become one of the commercial capitals in Mozambique. So it's beautiful. And also an interesting fact, um, quite a lot of shipwrecks happen there. I know that that may not seem good. It's actually known as the graveyard of ships. And that's a, yeah. I mean, if, you go, if you're going to have a harbor and if you're going to have a port, that stuff is going to happen. When you, I mean, lots of people listening have been to Maputo, for yeah. example, um, and there are lots of those buildings that were left in the, as the Civil War erupted. Yes. People just abandoned half-constructed buildings and there was that ghost town mentality to Maputo. Is Bayer feel a bit like that? Bayer feels a bit like that. And to add to that, obviously, because of the financial crash and the whole situation they had with the IMF, a lot of the construction that then started to be picked up again, um, you know, stopped midway. So they're pretty much in the in the process of rebuilding the entire city and kind of getting it up to scratch to where Maputo is. Tell me about the port. The port is phenomenal. It's been there for over a hundred years. This is when you went up the crane. I went to a 60, 68 meters high, I believe it was. What do your family say about your irresponsibility? They say they expect that from me. They're <laughs> over me. Yeah. <laughs> Tell so, me about the Tell So we what. had a chat with um with the commercial manager um Jan de Vries, and basically he t- spoke a bit about the port. He spoke about how it was there for over a hundred years. But then added to that, the city of Byra was only kind of built because the port was now becoming obviously more commercial, and it's one of the most popular ports in terms of revenue in Mozambique as a whole. So he spoke to us about that, about how they've changed, about the amount of cargo that comes in, about the different countries that actually use that. Port. So mainly countries like Zimbabwe, Zambia and Malawi do use that port quite a lot. But here's what he had to say. The history of this port of Beira goes uh, a long way back, uh, more than 100 years ago. The port was uh, constructed uh, mainly to serve uh, basically the cargoes coming in and out of uh, Zimbabwe. And basically the city of Beira was uh, created around the port. And in 1998, Cornell and Mozambique uh, took over the, the, the operations uh, here in the port of Beira, took over uh, the majority of the existing, uh, existing workforce. We've seen the port grow tremendously. Uh, here on this container terminal, for example, 1998, uh, 2000, we did about 30,000 containers per year or TEUs per year. And this year, we'll probably end up doing around 240,000 TUs. So the ports have seen uh, an incredible development. Also, a general cargo terminal. Volumes have gone up from about, let's say, 600,000 tons per year to last year, 2.6 million uh, tons. So growth has been, uh, has been incredible. 
It's Jan de Friesch, who is the commercial manager at the port of Byra. It's amazing. I mean, the Dutch are good at ports. They've been doing ports yes. for 400 years. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, uh, I mean, he's got all the, all the stats right at his fingertips. Now, we're talking to Colin Cullis just after Eyewitness News at 7 o'clock this evening, all about the evolution of 5G and the impact it's going to have. And actually, Colin's view is that it's going to cause massive disparity because 5G is going to be in wealthier areas. Sure. And yeah. it's the way in which these technologies uh, roll out. In terms of technology, is buyer a cutting edge? Do you have to hold your cell phone above your head for a signal? <laughs> Give me a sense of it. So I think in terms of um, in terms of that, we did have pretty good network in general and technology in general. Comparatively, when you think of what's going on in the tech space in Byra compared to, say, Addis or to Kumasi, it is a little bit behind, which can sort of be expected because it is, you know, the city is is developing a lot more. Uh, so part of what I found was really interesting is that we had a chat with um, Louis Leonor, who's actually the gentleman who told us to go and have that fantastic fish, that fantastic restaurant. Oh, uh, the food. The, the food. food. <laughs> so um, he's from Angola. I mean, from, um, sorry, he's from Portugal, sorry, and he moved into Bayre. And so what he basically does is that firstly, you know, they look at recruiting young people from the universities in that area. And one of the biggest issues that you have in, in cities, in the smaller cities, basically, is that people want to move to like a Maputo, for example. So what he's doing is that he's number one, upskilling the people in that region. And then number two, he's also just ensuring that they can partner, partner them up with the proper companies because, because of the port, there are a lot of inter- international companies that are coming in. So here's a bit of what he had to say about that. We are always looking for new, new uh, young people from universities with degrees. We get them from Beira or we have two that came from Pemba in the north. Uh, and we are looking, always looking for people from uh, the IT, with IT degrees or from accounting degrees or marketing or sales or business. So that's how we, because <clears throat> there is not a lot of uh, ready to work people in the market. So we know that we have to train people. Okay. That's one of the, one of the, one of the things on these markets. Uh, especially in Bayer, if you are in Maputo, you can find more because there are more and better universities. So here we have to, to find the best students. We have some best students of their, their courses here yeah. from the, their, their years in the university. We find them, we bring them and we train them. And, they, and it's very good to see that they are growing as Louis Leonor, who is the founder and chief executive at two, how do you pronounce it? Two IB. Two IB. Yeah. Two IB. <laughs> it looks like two IBI. Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, Louis Leonor. And now we know, uh, in, as, as economies grow and as mm. cities grow and as people get together, they decide they want to have a better life. Mm. And so they start demanding services and that creates the opportunity for services, businesses to start. Mm. And Byron is really interesting because it's in an early stage development of people getting disposable income to spend on services and people are starting to take advantage of that. Yes, definitely. And one person who really is doing this is Samir who is the he's the CEO and founder of Vita Cleaning Services and his story is amazing he should be about 26 if I'm not mistaken and he pretty much you know he lived in in Maputo for a while and decided to go back to Byra and to do something at home and he started in domestic um, cleaning services into commercial cleaning services and then he realized because of all the foreign investment because the Mozambican government has become really invested in, in making sure that Byra does develop quite a lot he realized that they, there was a gap in the 
in the particular market with regards to industrial cleaning services. And he actually, as we were leaving, was signing the contract with the port, which is phenomenal, and he's only 26. But here's what he had to say. Other provinces, they have agriculture, they have other things. In Maputo, I didn't see that core uh, financial um, part. And uh, in Beirut, the, the main focus is, oh, that's why we're going industrial, is to go to the port, because that's going straight to the source. And uh, working with, uh, with government funds in, in this moment is not very secure. So we're aiming more to the private foreign companies that are coming here investing, and those are the, 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 the main clients we're, we're aiming at. It's a fabulous and, and such a great lesson in terms of you get the foreign direct investment. Companies come in, mm-hmm. they bring their people in, people want to be serviced, and there it is, Samir Sousa taking full advantage from Vita Cleaning. Uh, Brian says, please ask Lee how she coped with the heat in Byra. Kind regards, Brian. There was The wind basically counted all of that. The, it was so windy, literally. Even when we were on top of the crane, I actually there were moments where I thought this is not this is the end, <laughs> but we survived. So the wind counted all of that. I think they said they were having extreme like windy conditions. It was intense. So but, but usually it would strike me as a very humid place. Usually, yes. Uh, but the wind, seriously, as soon as you stepped outside, I wish I had a windbreaker. But anyway, <laughs> you didn't need it, and also it kept you nice and cool. Yes. So we're grateful for small mercies. Lika Soma, great travels. Well done. Thank you very much Thank indeed. Lika Soma, if you want to learn more about her travels, get to africaconnected.co.za. Sano Bank calls Africa home and drives her growth, combining their strong African presence with global capabilities. Sano Bank supports businesses that need a banking partner who knows Africa. Sano Bank has partnered with 702 and Cape Talk on Africa Connected to give you in-depth, first-hand insights into Africa's diverse markets and the innovative solutions that come from Africa. Standard Bank, moving forward.